didgeridoo means it's time for the Australia News Desk. Here's two of the craziest guys we could find south of the equator. It's Steve Vischer and Grant McHaren from the Plain Crazy Down Under podcast. Slow news week this week. I won't wake Grant up yet. Hey, yeah. No, no, no. Nothing there. It's truth. There's one. <laughs> no, no, I didn't black out. It was only eight Gs. It was only eight Gs. It was sustained. It was sustained. I didn't black out. Oh, oh hi. Hey, Steve. Hey, wake up, wake up, mate. I found a news oh. story this week in this uh, oh. kludge of no news. <laughs> a news story? Quick, hunt it down and shoot it. Quick, Grant, give, oh. us, a, give us a dateline. <sighs> oh, excuse me. Dateline, 29th of October, 2012. I'll tell you what, mate, you always know it's a slow news week in aviation here when they trot out our first story this week. They're talking about a third, count them, a third. Didn't we just talk about a second major airport for Melbourne? And now they're talking about a third. Oh, God. You woke me up for that? Yeah. Third runway? Oh, come on. I mean, just because Sydney can't even get a second one happening and we're talking about our third, but that's beside the point. I'll tell you what, mate, on the bright side, it's my local airport. It's just like 15 minutes down the road. Oh, lovely little Turretin. Yes, lovely little Turretin. So uh, this is what always happens, folks, uh, down here in Melbourne, at least in the local aviation news, when there's not much to talk about. And trust me, there hasn't been much to talk about this week as far as aviation news is. So uh, we'll go with this one here in the Cranbourne Leader. Actually, Grant, that's my local paper. Oh, there you go. It says, update, Turretin flag for major airport. I might put him in uh, parentheses there, Grant, again. Yeah, I know, I know. It's like, gee, yeah, okay, what do we got to do? We've got to lengthen the runway and strengthen the runway a heck of a lot. And that means delving into the swamp around it and also putting up with the uh, people who live there and the fact it's a green belt and everyone who's going to complain about the fact that, A, they don't have an airport close by, but B, if you put one there, it's going to be too close. Yes. Now, as we uh, mentioned, uh, I think, was it last week or the week before? Now, of course, Melbourne sits right at the top of a large bay, Port Phillip Bay, and over on the west is Avalon Airport. Melbourne Airport is right up to the northwest, and uh, over here on the eastern side where Grant and I live, uh, well, really the only major GA airport at the moment is Moorabbin. Now, of course, we know that the people that own Moorabbin Airport would love to close it because that land's worth hundreds of millions of dollars. And I wonder if there are very sneaky media people have decided to insert this story about Turretin, which is uh, right out there on Melbourne's outer southern fringe, just to just to keep it in people's consciousness. We know no, a lot of know. we know a lot of people that live around Moorabbin Airport, for example, would love to see it close as well. Oh, uh, yeah, but this could backfire on them, and they could wind up with uh, Moorabbin being beefed up for RPT. Woo-hoo! Yeah, he has minor RPT, like the guys off to King Island and all that. Yes. Well, interestingly, um, billionaire uh, transport magnate Lindsay Fox, who coincidentally owns the lease for uh, Avalon Airport. And Essendon. And Essendon, which he's doing a very good job of killing off, I might just say. Uh, He's trying. Uh, He says there's absolutely no need for that. And uh, you know what? I think I actually, as much as it makes me ill, Grant, I think I agree with him. No way. Uh, Lindsay Fox does point out that it's taken them 35 years to get approval to uh, develop Avalon Airport, and that's true. So, uh, and that only came in the last couple of weeks, as you'd know, uh, we reported that about two or three weeks back. So uh, I don't know about the idea of having yet another domestic airport in Melbourne, which is a city of about four million people at the most. Uh, I don't think we really need three big domestic airports out here. But hey, Grant, that's just my opinion. I'd be very happy, on the other hand, if they started flying Boeing's out of Turretin just down the road. <laughs> not, not sure Mrs. Steve would be very happy about it, though. Yeah, Boeing's out of Turretin. It just, I just have these pictures of Boeing's with galoshes trying to get through the swamp. But uh, <laughs> yeah. 
know, it's like that would give us five major airports because you'd have two internationals with uh, Tullamarine and Avalon. And then you'd also have this one at Turidan as a domestic. And then you'd also have Essendon and Moorabbin as major GA, Bizjet and so on air- airports. And it's just starting to get nuts. Uh, the, the biggest problem I see when you've got so many different airports around the place is how on earth do you get from one to the other? Like people complain about having to go down to uh, Avalon to get a Jetstar flight when you can get some Jetstar flights at uh, Telemarine, but Jetstar and Tiger were looking to offer cheaper flights by flying out of Avalon, which for people where you are is a nightmare to get to. So how do you get there? You've got to have better rail. You've got to have better roads. Everything's got to be better on the infrastructure to get from point to point. Absolutely. One of the things they could consider, you know, is um, setting up a ferry port uh, to go across Port Phillip Bay. Somebody got on on our side of uh, the city and climbed on a uh, hydrofoil or something like that and uh, transited the bay and docked straight into a port over there at Avalon, which sits right on the other side of the bay. Well, there's your answer. See, I'm a genius, Grant. I'm going to... Hey, quick, go, go, paint it, quick. Yes, I'm going to buy a sailboat as we speak. (laughs) Hello, eBay. Steve's roll-on, roll-off sails. Just don't try and use it when it's windy. That's exactly right. Hey, Grant, did you mention Tiger Airways? I did earlier, and I also mentioned wind. The two do seem to go together. Absolutely. Grant, they've been uh, engaging in spam, those little devils. Oh, not spam, 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 lovely spam. Lovely spam, yes. And, of course, uh, the funny thing about the spam list for Tiger Airways is that you actually have to opt into it. The only problem is when you want to opt out, they don't seem to care. No, no. Their opt-out process has uh, been less than stellar, and the Australian Communications and Media Authority has been telling them they've been very naughty people and to stop not unsubscribing people. And uh, finally, the ACMA had had enough and they hit Tiger with a $110,000 fine. Boy, I hope they're not in a hurry for that money, Grant. Oh, why? Do you think it could be routed through the same people that are still owing you a call since 2008? That's exactly what it is, Grant. If they've got a complaint, they can wait in line. I've been waiting since 2008 for Tiger Airways to reply to my complaint. (laughs) Yes, and you're at the uh, fast track queue. Yes, that's exactly right. Oh, mate. Well, i got to say, mate, this story is just inspiring me to sing. Oh, my goodness, really? Spam, 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 lovely spam. Can't you just go back to sleep? Yeah, probably. You Good do night, that. dude. <laughs> Good night. Well, that must be the shortest Australia desk ever. Until next week, I'm Steve Isher, and hello, Grant. It's truth. I hope there's more news next week.